This is the World Industrial News for Monday, October 31st, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part four of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. It's going to know when to use the power. It's going to know how to use the power on individual reasons. And a lot of that is what we know technically. What we didn't know technically that was addressed by this bill is how to pay for it. Because this is a lot of money to put into basically better living. The parallel to this is probably the interstate highway system. No state or city could have afforded a highway system that was so consistent across the U.S., which then furthered the idea of interstate transport and goods traveling by truck everywhere. We're going to see the same effect on the new digital grid. It's going to understand where to allocate the power, and it's going to have the projects in place to do these basically all at once. Because if you don't, it doesn't make that much difference. Well, perfect. You just you just perfectly teed up my my next question. Mona, you said you're going to get into it. Can you break down this bill for us? How do we follow the funds? What, what how do you see this progressing? Absolutely. And it, so so first off, um, Pat mentioned electrification and, and the fleet. Um, this bill has 65 billion power and grid, as I mentioned, but there's additional 54 billion for water and wastewater infrastructure. 17 billion for ports and waterways, 7 billion set aside for resiliency, 64 billion for broadband, 16 billion for Amtrak, and the list just goes on. There's there's 39 billion for public transit. Airports are receiving 25 billion dollars. And then last but not least, the first electric vehicle charging federal spend in our history, 7.5 billion dollars for EVs and then another 7.5 billion for buses. So I just, okay, I just need to take a sip of water after that because that's a lot of money that is going from the federal government to the states. And so the electric sector is going to play a really prominent role in making sure, especially absorbing and helping bring about this electrification that the Biden administration has supported and wanted for so long. And in addition to, you know, these different pots of money that are at play, specifically for the power and grid sector, the U.S. Department of Energy is launching a better building a better grid initiative. The building a better grid initiative is an effort to encourage the modernization of the nation's existing electric transmission grid. And so there is a focus, you know, around the need for more transition, more grid resiliency in order to achieve the goals of the of the overall bill. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Industrial Info is pleased to be presenting a complimentary webinar on the spending outlook for the meat and poultry sector on Wednesday, November 2nd at 10 a.m. Central Time. The webinar will include commentary and analysis of project spending by region, trends by product category, as well as the impact of alternatives to animal-based proteins, including plant-based protein and cultured products. Visit industrialinfo.com to learn more and to RSVP. 
Engineering and consulting firm Tetratech Incorporated recently received a $108 million five-year blanket purchase agreement from the U.S. Department of Energy to provide environmental support services for some of its newer technology projects. Industrial Info is tracking more than $22 billion worth of active projects across the U.S. involving Tetratech. Long-term capital planning entails a number of risks and uncertainties, which tend to rise with the duration of the planning horizon. The farther one looks into the future, changes grow that plans will be scrambled by a black swan event, which is a low-probability, high-impact action such as Russia's invasion of Ukraine earlier this year. But as the International Energy Agency looked out to 2050 in its World Energy Outlook, 2022, which was released on October 27th, one thing is clear. Decarbonizing the global electric power industry will be enormously expansive. And INE has announced its intention to build a new biorefinery at its existing 88,000-barrel-per-day Livorno refinery in Tuscany. The company has met with leading Tuscany politicians and local mayors about the proposals, which would throw a lifeline to the refinery, whose future has been called into doubt in recent years. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.